This is episode 84 on a mindset on things above. Be perfect. Welcome to a mindset on things above the coaching podcast that helps believers live life to the full while keeping their mind set on things above. I'm your host, Katie Chavez, certified life coach and founder of Raise the Bar Life Coaching. I'm so thankful you're here as I am on a mission each week to encourage, coach, exhort, and edify believers with scripture, as well as personal life applications and coaching tools you can implement immediately to start seeing a positive change in your life. Be sure to subscribe so you can get weekly episodes right in your favorite place where you listen to podcasts. And finally, if this episode challenges or encourages you, would you just do me a favor and share it with a friend? It means the world to me when you help share this resource with others so they can live their best life too. All right, now let's get on to today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 84. Again, I have another topic today that has been on my mind for a while and we're going to go for it. I felt like it fit in with what we've been talking about lately. Yeah, it kind of does. We're going to go for it. I do have notes. I'm not winging this one. (laughs) Although I feel a little... imperfect in bringing it to you like my thoughts are still you'll see what I mean I'm gonna do my best to share how I feel about the idea of expressing how this common phrase we all say it I'm pretty sure we all do because I hear it all the time I'm not perfect and that just it's been on my mind for a while because it doesn't sit well with me I'm not perfect. I'm just like, for some reason, that doesn't seem right. I don't know. Like, obviously, it's true. I'm not arguing that it's not true. But I wonder if it's really something we should express and we should allow ourselves to take on or put, yeah, like put on or, you know what I mean? Do you say that? Do you have you said, "Well, I'm not perfect." Like, dude, I'm pretty sure I've heard everybody in my whole entire life say that at some point. So, here's what I think. Like when we say this, we're we allow ourselves to work from a place of believing I'm not perfect. So, everything you do is going to come from this foundational belief that I'm not perfect. What do you think about that? Like what comes up for you when I explain that? Well, everything you do is going to be less than perfect. We're going to talk about later in the episode, is perfection even the goal? What are you trying to say here, Katie? (laughs) But if we have this foundational belief of I'm not perfect... Therefore, everything I do is going to not be perfect. It's going to be less than perfect. Can I even do anything perfectly? If I keep telling myself, I'm not perfect or anything. Um, I feel like 
it allows us to see ourselves, to have a low regard for ourselves. Does that make sense? To see ourselves with low regard. I'm not perfect. So let's see here. Why do we say this in the first place? I'm not perfect. What inspires us? Why do we feel like we need to say that? Because number one, obviously it's true. (laughs) And I'm not arguing that like we are perfect. We're not perfect. Yes. Agreed. We're not trying to fool anyone and thinking that we are perfect. Okay. So we state the obvious. Um, secondly, I feel like it lets us off the hook. And I think there's a, a good way, like there's a, a pro and a con. There's a positive and a negative. There's a good reason and appropriate time to do that. But also it can work against us and actually in all reality not be to our benefit. It lets us off the hook. Because we're not talking about perfectionism in this episode. Although it's kind of in the same category. If you struggle with perfectionism, it's got to be perfect. I've got to make sure it's done right. I need to micromanage everything because it needs to be done the way I think it should be. And it has to be perfect. If you struggle with perfectionism, that's different. It's kind of in the same bucket, I guess. But when we say, I'm not perfect, it lets us off the hook. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, and then, so now we set the bar low. Our standard is imperfection. I'm kind of scratching my head. Like, why would I set my standard to be imperfect? Because I'm not perfect. My standard and my quality, my excellence should not be perfect because I'm not perfect. Hmm. And is that helpful for us? Is that to our benefit? Is that, um, is that profitable for us to think that way and live that way? I think yes and no. I think yes and no. But I want to explore the no side today. Why it's not good for us. So we state what doesn't need to be iterated. That we're not perfect. And we set an imperfect standard. And so I just want to examine a couple things with you. And what this is doing in our mind and our self-concept to say, to like excuse ourselves. I hear it in conversation. We just like slip it in in conversation. If I made a mistake or I didn't do it good, well, I'm not perfect or anything. Like don't hold me to a perfect standard because I'm not perfect and I can't do that. Or we're excusing a mistake or letting ourselves off the hook. Do you see like what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Okay, so what is perfection? What even is perfection? (laughs) And is perfection even the goal, Katie? What are you trying to tell me here? You're trying to like stress me out, make me anxious about trying to be perfect? What is the goal? What are we trying to accomplish? 
Let's consult the Bible, shall we? Let's take a look and just see what it says. Because actually some of these scriptures came to mind. Maybe a few popped in your mind when I mentioned about seeing what the Bible says. The, the Bible talks about being perfect, believe it or not. Let's look at, well, 2 Samuel twenty-two thirty-one tells us that God's way is perfect. 33, two verses later, says... He makes my way perfect. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Matthew 5, Jesus gives an example of what perfection is um, when he tells us to love our enemies and not only love people who love us back. He's like, even the pagans do that. They love people who love them back. How much more should we love our enemy and not just our brother? And then he says, be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. What does that mean? That's like a definition of what, why would he say love your enemy and then, okay, now go be perfect. Like loving your enemy is an example of what it means or looks like to be perfect. Can I do that? Can I love my enemy? Yeah, I can do that. Does that make me perfect according to what Jesus said? In every way? Just in this way? Curious, right? What does that mean? Matthew 19, 21, Jesus tells the young rich man, if you want to be perfect, side note, can we even attain perfection? Why would Jesus say that? Why would he be like, if you want to be perfect, this is what you should do. Like, is perfection even something we should aim for? Anyway, he says, sell all your possessions Give to the poor and come follow me. Build treasure in heaven rather than on earth. He's like, if you want to be perfect, go do that. This is what you should do. Bada bing, bada boom, you're perfect. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Why does he say that? (laughs) Romans 12, 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Romans 12 is like one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. Don't do it. Don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. How do I do that, uh, Paul? How do I transform? By the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Wait a minute. You're telling me I can approve what God's will is, do I have the capability to do that? That's what he said. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. I can test and approve that. If I renew my mind and am transformed and no longer conform to the pattern of this world... So if I can determine and do what God's perfect will is, what does that mean for us? What does that mean for me? If I'm doing God's perfect will. Hmm, curious. (laughs) Okay, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Words in red, y'all. Words in red. My grace is sufficient for you. Side note. So, my grace is sufficient for you. What I've given you is enough. It's sufficient. It's enough. Not less than. Which would be imperfect. Do you get that? My grace is enough. It's not less than. Which 
would mean it's imperfect because it's less than, it's not perfect. My grace is sufficient. And then he says, my power is made perfect in weakness. My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Um, when I'm weak, that's my cue to slide in. Well, I'm not perfect or anything. Ah, (laughs) what? So I'm starting to kind of surmise that we just have an imperfect view of what perfection is. We think it's like a negative connotation. We think to not be perfect is like bad. That's bad. That's wrong. If I'm not perfect, that's not good. Yikes. Um, I didn't write it down or I took it out or where is it? Um, it's John. Anyway, it was the other verse where, uh, or James, I don't remember where he says perfect love casts out fear or maybe it was back in Romans. I don't remember why I didn't put it in here, but fear. So perfect love casts out all fear. And I don't remember where it was talking about fear has to do with punishment So when we have fear about not being perfect, naturally, I feel like it's, there's a connection to punishment. If I don't do it right, I'll not pass the test. I'll get grounded. I'll be punished. So I'm afraid I'm just going to set my standard low. I'm not going to strive for perfection because perfection is impossible. I am imperfect. Yes, we all are. We know that's fine. We are imperfect, but there's this fear, which has to do that verse says fear has to do with punishment and that perfect love casts out fear don't be afraid um in order to have perfection that comes from god guess what we must be weak guess what else we already have weaknesses (laughs) we already are weak Guess what else? Triple what else is. <laughs> we each have unique individual weaknesses. Yes, some weaknesses are similar. We all struggle with the same weaknesses. I want to sleep in. I don't want to get up. I want to eat ice cream, like giving in to similar weaknesses. But We each also have unique weaknesses that are significant to us individually. Why? So that God can use our weakness and he can be made perfect. His power can be made perfect in our weakness. We've all got a story. Our story is unique to us. I've heard lots of stories. I've shared my story I've heard stories. I love stories. They are unique to each of us individually. And it is like a little preview, a little glimpse into our weakness. Our story, your testimony is a little, um, it is 
vulnerability in sharing where your weakness is when you share your story or your your testimony. (laughs) Come on. So let's see. Um, In order to have perfection that comes from God, when his power is made perfect in our weakness, we have to be weak, which we define as imperfection we say oh i'm not perfect because look at my mistake look at where i'm weak i clearly i'm not perfect but god's like yo that's where my power is made perfect and if we want to be perfect we need to be weak it seems backwards but that's how it works we define our imperfection or i mean our weakness as imperfection okay So let's look at this. When we say, oh, I'm not perfect or anything. When we like declare that over our life, it lets us off the hook. It sets a low standard. We don't demand perfection of ourselves. And we mean well because we don't want to be um, perfectionistic. And we don't want to stress out because we're so consumed and obsessed about everything being perfect. And that's such a stressor. And that's just not healthy. That's not emotional well-being to obsess over perfection. Okay, so we step back. We don't strive for perfection. We let ourselves off the hook. We set low standards. I'm not perfect by any means. I am not perfect. And we mean well. But, dear listener... The goal is not to be perfect. Yeah. It's actually not to actually be perfect. We can strive for perfection. We can have a perfect standard. But, okay, I'm getting ahead in my notes. But... Yeah, let me see. I just, I don't want to miss anything. I'm getting ahead. The goal is not to be perfect in the sense that we understand or define the word, which perfect means to be without defect, meaning meeting all the required or desired criteria, elements, qualities, as good as could possibly be. That's it. That's perfection. And we've kind of established we are not perfect. We have all, the Bible says we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We have been born with a sinful nature. Thank you, Adam and Eve brought in in the sinful nature that we are now born with. So we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. No one is righteous. No, not one, except for Jesus, who truly was perfect. But I don't want you to be afraid of doing things for fear of failure. Oh, I'm not perfect or anything. So, dude, the goal is not perfection. This is what I was going to say two seconds ago when I got sidetracked about being perfect and not missing my notes. (laughs) The goal is not to be perfect. So when you 
Oh, let me see here. I think I'm still behind. I just really want to jump ahead. <laughs> um, when you drill into your head that you are imperfect, you will undermine the power of the Holy Spirit who is perfect and now lives in you if you're born again, like Jesus explained to Nicodemus in John 3. So when you, let me say that again, when you drill in your head that you are imperfect, like I'm not perfect, I'm not perfect, I'm lesser than, I cannot be perfect, I can't do things perfectly, I shouldn't be perfect, all these things, and you drill it in your head, we undermine and discredit the power of the Holy Spirit and his ability to be perfect in our weakness. And I offer that When we see ourselves as imperfect, that we are more susceptible to fall into temptation because we've trained and taught ourselves that we are not strong, we are weak, we're not perfect. So I expect that imperfect things happen to me or I do imperfect things, including fall into temptation because we're letting ourselves off the hook and allowing imperfection. Um, sin is imperfect. Our uh, sin nature is imperfect. Uh, and we are imperfect. But when we allow imperfection in this way, do you see how we may be more susceptible to fall into temptation because we're already opening that door? Um, so, oh yeah, because we're taking perfection into our own hands. I am trying to muster the strength. I'm trying to use my willpower to be perfect. That is not what we're called to do. Jesus gave examples of how to be perfect and what we can do, but we can only do those things with the Holy Spirit who is made perfect in our weakness, whose power is made perfect in our weakness. So he enables us to do this work through your weakness, not you mustering the strength and willpower to do it perfect in your eyes, the way you think it should be done. We're too busy being afraid and declaring how faulty and imperfect we are. So I'm not perfect. I'm probably going to make a mistake. I'm not even going to try because I don't want to do it wrong. This is kind of the story that we tell ourselves and let have free reign in our mind and in our life. That's why it doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't sit well with me to like hear people say, well, I'm not perfect or anything. Well, what if you could be perfect? Or what if you actually are perfect? How would you think about yourself? Okay. So, okay, here it is. Let's look at this. What if 
It's not a problem to be imperfect. We have this fear of like doing it wrong, making a mistake, being bad. Imperfection has this connotation of like it's bad, it's wrong. But what if it's not a problem to be imperfect? It's fine. It's totally cool. Like nothing is nothing we should feel bad about or guilty about but oddly enough we do so we try to just like state the obvious and just put it out there well I'm not perfect or anything like let me just get this straight I'm not perfect and if it's truly okay to be imperfect like really consider that idea it is okay that I am imperfect that I am not perfect It's okay. It's not bad. It's not wrong. It's not something I need to feel bad about or guilty about. What if the goal then were to let ourselves be perfect? It's okay to be imperfect. But what if we let ourselves? And I say let because being perfect is not even something we can do in and of our own because we are imperfect like remember we are we're not perfect so we can't be perfect but what if the goal was to allow the holy spirit to be perfect for his power to be made perfect in our weakness if we strive for perfection like to be perfect is not the goal But if I work toward perfection, and even if I never attain it, think of how much you'll have to, um, how you'll have to think about yourself, how you'll have to hold yourself to a higher standard, you'll have to be more excellent, and see how all of these things are to your benefit. It's not letting things slide. It's not letting you off the hook. It's not setting a lower standard. You can have a perfect standard and you may never hit it, but that's not even the point. It's the attitude you have about yourself, the perspective you see yourself with. So if we strive for perfection, we'll have to hold ourselves in higher regard. It's okay to be imperfect. So if you know you're making an imperfect reel, you're making an imperfect post, you're doing an imperfect job, cool. It's fine. It's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. There's grace. But the goal, if the goal is not to even attain perfection, think of the thoughts behind the work of striving for it. You'll be so much better off. You'll have to be a person of excellence, of high esteem to consider doing, even consider it possible to do it perfectly and to go for it. Don't be afraid to try because it's fine if you don't it's not bad if you try and don't do it but I feel like that's what we're afraid of 
And so that's why we even say I'm not perfect in the first place. Because we're trying to like be open about our weakness. Okay. Let's take a look at the time, y'all. Not too bad. Thanks for listening. Um, I just wanted to share my thoughts about this idea and kind of like tell you. (laughs) I'm going to tell you to stop saying that. Stop telling yourself I'm not perfect. And decide to let the Holy Spirit be perfect in you, through you. It's not your doing because you can't attain it anyway. But if you strive for perfection, think of how better off you'll be. You're going to take action that you wouldn't have taken before, which is going to get you in a closer to your goal. It's going to help you reach your goal rather than compromise or like see yourself with low regard. So I'm just suggesting try it, change your mindset, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Stop saying I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect or anything. It doesn't help. It's not helpful. At least I think. I don't think. I do think. No, (laughs) don't do it. (laughs) I would love to hear what you think. Um, Let me know your thoughts about this episode. Hopefully it was not as confusing as mud, but I think I got a couple of my points across. Thanks for listening. Again, let me know what your thoughts are. Let's talk about it, y'all. I am actually doing 20-minute coaching sessions through September. I am still, y'all, I am still working on my certification. I have two more sessions that have to be perfect. (laughs) They have to be perfect. Um, So I have 20-minute sessions, coaching sessions, open for the month of September. If you have, if you have or haven't, it doesn't matter if you've had a session, let's have another one. If you haven't had a session, we should definitely have one. Um, the link to schedule is in the notes as per usual. And that is the same link. If you want to book a consult, you just get to specify whether it's a 20 minute coaching session, or you want to use this time as a consult and I'll block out the whole hour for us to chat about what you want to do in your life, what you want to accomplish, what you want to do, who you want to be, and why you don't have it yet. Why don't you have what you want yet? Or what is standing between you and your goal or the life that you want or fill in the blank, whatever that is, because I can help you and I'll tell you how. I'll show you how by coaching you on a consult. Okay, dear, thanks for listening. Have a fantastic week, and I'll see you next Friday.